0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Viata's Tiny House Village. I'm here in my living room, my tiny living room, having a wonderful, wonderful life. Being a minimalist and living in small spaces is a two two blessing. So welcome. We're going to have a wonderful time today uh, uh, talking and educating ourselves about Mold and Candida. Yeah, it's on the rise again. And I have a special guest who's going to share her experience with mold. And uh, if we don't prevent it, uh, we have lots of headaches. So let us welcome our global family right now and greet them as we here are
2: In Japan,
1: in
2: Korea, in Russia, in Russia. In Germany, guten Tag. In Poland, dzień dobry. In French, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, assalamualaikum. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, Salbona, In Senegal, Nangadef, In Kenya, jumbo. In Israel, shalom. In I Pakistan, know. Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greeting, alaykum. and may peace yeah. be upon you all.
1: Yes. Exactly. It is February second, twenty twenty-four. All those numbers come up to a number three, so we are in a triangle of energy and truth and love and wisdom today. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for joining me uh, for Health and Well-Being with Yada. As always, we start out with some joint rolling. Why do we joint roll every Friday morning? And I hope that you are joint rolling every morning because, number one, it builds your circulation. It improves your circulation. When you roll those joints in the morning, it wakes up the body and tells the body you're ready to jump out of bed soon and get things moving in your life. Number two, it helps your lymphatic system dump toxins that you may have been breathing in, holding on to, helps your lymphatic system reduce the number of swellings, inflammation in your body. And then thirdly, it helps your immune system And that's why uh, people today are suffering, I believe, from mold and candida, because they have weak immune systems. We have uh, mold and candida are older than dirt, let me tell you. They are funguses that have been around for thousands of years. And if you've uh, been with me on my Sunday Soul Purpose Healing Show, you know that uh, fungus grew on the Chernobyl nuclear plant and cause scientists to go, wow, what's this all about? Why did fungus grow on this horrible radioactive material, blah, blah, blah? Well, they do their job, thing like a nuclear power plant blow up. Fungus are here to do a job when there's neglect. So we're gonna talk about all that and more today on health and well being with the other. And I always give a disclaimer, I am not a doctor. And this show is not intended to replace any advice you may be receiving from your doctor. If you've had a chronic or an acute health condition, that means a long-term health condition or a short-term condition, and you have been unable to resolve it, then please, please, please see your trusted health professional. But this show is for educational purposes only. And I have to uh put that on my um my page for uh copyright purposes. I have gotten notices occasionally from either Facebook or YouTube saying, "Well you infringe the copyright because you show videos well yeah, I show videos for educational purposes, and that is uh legally you can do that as long as you're not trying to make a profit off someone else's video so I'm gonna have to be disclaiming everything that I do because I love, love to share other videos with you that can educate and confirm and affirm whatever I'm sharing with you from my experience. Now, I've been in the holistic health field for over 35 years now. Plus, I have two grandchildren who teach me new things every day. And this is just a wonderful life that I'm living, and so I'm honored and happy and joyful to share it with you and all that I'm learning at my age, which is I'm a baby boomer, senior citizen, and I feel better health-wise than I have all my, in my entire life because I am actually practicing what I teach. There was a time when I was not doing that, and I was in pain and tired and weak, and eh, I got over all the the disobedience and lack of discipline, and at my age, I want to be here a long time for my grandchildren and my two adult sons, so I practice what I teach. You're going to get knowledge and wisdom that I practice, and then it's keeping me energized and healthy at my age, in my late 60s. So thank you, thank you for sharing your time with me this morning. Let's get busy. I know you came here this morning if you're here roll some joints. We get high rolling joints. Not this kind, but this kind. And let's just start off right away with some deep breathing. Before we put on the music, time for healing by the sounds of blackness. Love them, love them, love them. Breathe in through your nose, breathe in through your nose, and exhale through your nose. Breathe in through your nose, and exhale, exhale through your nose. Now, I prefer belly breathing. That means I breathe from my navel area, pressing the the, the, um, diaphragm out, pushing the diaphragm out when I inhale, pushing the diaphragm out, and then letting the diaphragm go back in as you exhale. Inhale, out like a balloon, and and exhale. Inhale. Inhale. Deep, deep inhale, hold it, hold it, hold it, and exhale. Let that abdomen go in and out as you're breathing. You don't want to do too much chest breathing up here. That's not what I've learned over 30 years. So the breathing should come from the diaphragm area, which pushes the lungs up. You push the lungs up. So you're getting your whole abdominal area involved in your breath work. When you inhale and expand your your abdomen, And exhale and decrease the abdomen. All right, ready? Let's get ready. As usual, we're going to start rolling this big head around and loosen up our neck muscles in both directions. And then we go to our shoulders, back and forth, do some swimming in the sea of energy. And after we do the upper part, we get on our back, kick our legs up, and roll the, the wrist and ankle joints, knee joints, hip joints, and then I'll show you an alternative. If you're having trouble doing uh, the rolling, as I do, there are other ways that will make it a little bit easier. So let's uh, roll with the sounds of laughter. Let's just do it. So let's start.
3: Yes. And 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 to and 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 war and destruction continue to escalate. worldwide epidemic of ignorance and hate has affected people. Oh. of all oh. faces and colors oh. oh. poison them against sisters and brothers. Oh, no. wait, we 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 so so okay. Let, we were Let
1: All right, let's play
3: back. we
1: and
3: be and we
4: i down inside, trying not to show, because a foolish pride. But pain is a that that
5: is hard to cover. And it's a wee,
3: They're all are
1: And this can maybe Eliminate your skin. All right, we have done it. Now let's just bring those knees to the chest. Rock side to side. Give your spinal cord a little uh, massage side to side. Roll over. Push up. And let's get back. Get back into our sitting position. Give yourself a hand if you're rolling. Or- Getting high, you deserve a hand Now let's just um, Rub our hands together Look, we'll give our vagus nerve a little stimulation Because the vagus nerve Is the largest nerve in your body And it does a lot of work Communicating From the brain stem To the rest of all the organs To the major organs So squeeze and release Squeeze and release Breathe in and release, squeeze, and release, squeeze. And if you're driving and you're in t- traffic, this is a good practice to, to release the tension in your body. It tells you, your body, to let go, let go of any tension, release, release, squeeze. Just squeeze on the shoulders. Give the shoulders some love. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And then just give your skin... A little tap of love, tapping on the skin all the way down the arm. The arm, your skin is the largest external organ. This is where your thymus gland is. So you want, that's your immune system activator builder. Tap on that. Give it some love. Always, always give your breath a little massage. Tell them how much I love you, boobies. I love you, boobies. And especially underneath, you want to have a pit here. That's here where your lymphatic glands are. If you have a puff, you want to get rid of that puff because that's going to mean your glands are blocked. So always give this some area some attention. And this is another reason why you don't want antiperspirant under there. Antiperspirants, I've learned, are usually full of aluminum. Now, some brands, which I'm going to be promoting later, Have aluminum, but it's a different type of aluminum that does not get into your skin. But antiperspirants need aluminum to help you stop perspiring. You don't want to stop perspiring. You need to get rid of it. So just be able to control the perspiration. um, Is that a word? Yeah, perspiring. And give your body the ability to let go, let go of toxins. You don't want to keep it Keep that that the uh, perspiration inside, and then let's tap around your uh, your your microbiome, your navel area, massage around there. Keep that colon, get stuff moving, get stuff moving. My granddaughter was telling me her stomach was hurting, and she I said where do, well where does it hurt? She pointed at her around her navel. Uh, I said honey that's not your stomach. Does, does everybody know? Okay, let me just give you a quick demonstration. Your stomach is over here under your left breast, really, more in this area. This is your colon area around the navel. That's where your colon, your large intestines, runs from side to side. Your liver is over here. And let's give our kidneys back here and our adrenal glands some love. Kidneys and adrenal glands back here. And... Your body is feeling, woo-hoo. I know I'm feeling like, woo, ready to go. Everything's flowing, flowing, flowing. We got a good flow going inside here. And let's talk about um, mold and candida. And let's see. We've got Empress Regina. I bow to Empress Regina. Welcome, welcome, sister. She says, you are a great being, beautiful people. Woo! Yes, we are a great being and we are beautiful people. Thank you, Regina, for that beautiful, loving, that's a beautiful, loving message. So I really appreciate that um, coming from Regina and all of you who show up. You know, I feel like. If you show up this early in the morning, that's some love. That's some real love. So this morning, because uh, I got a notice on one of my Telegram uh, members that Candida aris was uh, had been found in a Washington hospital. Candida is a fungus, and we're going to learn more about that. But it had been they. This was a recent notice that Candida auris had been found in a. Washington Hospital, four people had Candida aris, and this is a really like a super bug. It's a super fungus that's hard to control, hard to eliminate. Just like mold, when mold gets in your roof and your walls, that's a problem. Then you have to respond when it shows up. It's always challenging when stuff shows up that you weren't expecting and they don't want to leave. Why? Because they have a purpose. I've learned in this holistic journey, all fungus, all viruses, all bacteria have a divine purpose. Let me say that again. Our microbiome, all the fungus, the the viruses, and um, the bacteria have a divine purpose. But we have been taught by the medical system, that they are the enemy, and that's what they call the um, germ theory. The germ theory years ago was developed. Uh, Louis Pasteur decided that all those bacteria in the milk and that were dangerous, and that they needed antibiotics. And so we had a attack war, war, war. That's kind of where the war started with the bacteria and, and the the microbes that are in the trillions, trillions. If you have anything living on this planet in the trillions, I mean, money is one thing that we don't get a hold of sometimes. But bacteria in the trillions, you have to know there's a purpose for that. The creator does not give us something that numerous, that abundant for no reason. And that's what I I convey every week. I, I dedicate myself to show you, how this funk this beautiful biological computer, should be uh, appreciated and it's sacred. How sacred this biological computer is, and how we should appreciate everything about it, even the bacteria, the fungus, and the 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 um viruses. Yeah, the viruses. And we, for three years we had the virus was the enemy. Enemy, kill it. We got to inject. We got to a booster, booster, and we've had so many lies at us for most of our lives that we're confused. So I'm here to break up the confusion and bring some clarity to some of this. So Candida, what is Candida? Well, let me just share a, a little audio about the microbiome first and foremost while I'm waiting for my guest. Uh, let me see if she's sent me any messages. Uh, Okay, somebody's a new day. Okay, thank the most high. Yes, we need to thank the most high for this new day. Uh, we have victories, yes. Thank you for the message. We have victories today. All right, let me just play while I'm waiting for my my guest and, and as we go along. This why are candida and mold uh a divine a part of the divine plan? to help us. What is that all about? Let me just play this two-minute audio about our gut microbiome, how important this is.
5: Our bodies are home to over 100 trillion microorganisms.
3: These microorganisms
5: are found everywhere and make up microbiomes. Over the course of evolution, microbes have evolved with us and have an important role in the human body. Without our microbiome, we wouldn't be able to survive. Microorganisms live all over the body, but have the highest density and diversity within the gastrointestinal tract. The gut microbiome is vital for digestion and helps us break down complex carbohydrates, such as starch from potatoes and cereals, and fiber from fruits and vegetables. The microbiome also helps provide vitamins and minerals needed to survive. As well as aiding in digestion, the gut microbiome is thought to play an important role in protecting against disease. Stomachs with a healthy microbiome are thought to be so diverse that when pathogenic bacteria are present, such as Helicobacter pylori which causes stomach ulcers, they aren't able to thrive and cause disease. Studies have also linked a diverse microbiome to improved heart and brain health, weight control, reduced blood sugar levels and a lower risk of diabetes. An imbalance of microorganisms in the gut is known as microbial dysbiosis. A gut with reduced microbial diversity may make it more susceptible to infection. The microbiome has also been linked to the nervous system and mental health. An inefficient digestive system has been associated with an over- or under-stimulation of nerves carrying information from the stomach to the brain, and could be linked to a range of conditions, including depression and anxiety. It is thought that the microbiome is essential to your well-being, and there are ways to promote a diverse gut microbiota. Eating a varied diet, not using unnecessary antibiotics, and spending more time outdoors are a few ways to promote and maintain a healthy gut.
1: So key words in that little piece is microbiome, 100 trillion of them. They include fungus. They include bacteria. It includes viruses inside of us. All that? Can you believe it? Why? 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 I keep asking. Once I started learning more about the microbiome, why would the Creator give us hundred trillion of these critters, these microbes? And then our government and the medical system and the CDC is saying, "Ah, we got an enemy here. Virus, virus. Corona. The enemy's here. The enemy's here. We got to kill it. We got to kill it." Well, look at the war going on in the Middle East. This is the psychopathic mind, the egomaniac mind of the leaders of this earth, that everybody's an enemy. And bomb, bomb, bomb is the solution. So it makes perfect sense to me that our medical system was, is operated by a bunch of psychopaths, egomaniacs who think the solution to every dis-ease is it either with a jab or with antibiotics. makes sense, right? So we're here to bring truth, wisdom, and common sense. So if you know that you have 100 trillion microbes in your microbiome system, in your gut, all over your body, they're actually all over your body. So all these hand sanitizers, eh, get rid of them. You're going to have to learn how to balance them that's what will keep the disease away. Because what he what the teaching is in that audio was when you're out of balance, when your microbes are out of balance, that's called microdysbiosis. That means you got too many of the candidas and not enough of the um acidophilus, you know, the kind they put in the yogurt. That's part of the the microbiome. And if you don't have a diverse enough microbiome. That means you're eating sauerkraut. You're eating kimchi. You're eating uh, um, uh, tofu. You're eating pickles. You're eating kefir. You're eating yogurt. You're eating as many fermented foods as you can to get a diverse community inside of you. You won't have uh, colds and flus when you're doing that. And occasionally, you can have a little sweet treat Because your microbiome is so diverse and so strong that you don't have to worry about getting pneumonia or any other diseases that show up. So that's why today um, we're going to hear from uh, a sister who had mold in her building and just a a very serious condition of mold just everywhere because the moisture was there. And when you get moisture and heat together, what do you get? Mold, mildew, all those things. That's what they're there for. They are there to clean up what you're not cleaning up and what you're not preventing. Because I'm going to show you or give you some tools to prevent the growth of mold and candida. So uh, let me just check. Um, I'm going to see if I can call – my guest. Let me see. I got to get her number. Uh I'm going to call my guest because she did not want to call in. She did not want to call in because they charge you. I'm sure most of you know. Uh they will charge you uh on uh blog talk if you have of uh, T-Mobile. So I'm going to let's see 8998237. I'm going to try and call my guest. and see if she wants to come on now. I don't see her in the studio. So we have the ability to call our guests in. And in that way, they don't have to pay. Hopefully they don't have to. I haven't haven't tried this lately. Uh, They don't have to pay to come on to our show, which is just a a real bummer. So I'm calling um, my guest and now or later. Okay she's a beautiful soul, beautiful. And um, we'll see if she wants to come in. Bing, I don't know. We're we'll just checking on her. So hold on a minute. We're just trying to get uh, Miss Carter in. On- Okay, it appears that she's not um, woke. Or okay, so I gave I made an attempt to call her, but I'm ready either way. I told her she could come on anytime after eight fifteen. So it is eight thirty one here in Florida, seven thirty in Chicago, where most of my sisters of the mic are. So I'm going to take a commercial break. When we come back, if we don't have our guests here yet, I'm going to play several videos and audios about mold and candida because there's a lot to learn about these little crit- critters, these microbes. They're called microbes. And because the candida or risk is a superbug, that means candida has risen. There are all kinds of candida you're going to find out. And some of them have risen to a whole new level of being super because the antibiotics aren't working, and they had to build up their resistance, sort of. So let me just um, play a commercial or two, and then we'll be right back after these. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com.
2: Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our hosts. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution.
1: Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious
2: hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach
1: or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or
0: sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe
1: And we are back. Thanks for joining me this early February 2nd, moving right along into 2024. We're not wasting any time. Just get on with this year, Just election year, all that. a lot going to be happening this year. But we want to talk today about why people are suffering with mold and candida. There's a lot of suffering going on because they're being, um, given attention to mold and candida. If you've got moist ceilings, um, drippy water, uh, um, and, and moisture everywhere, and then you put heat on it, guess what? You're going to get mold, mildew. That's what happens. I worked as in a, I had a cleaning business for 10 year, almost 10 years. And I clean people's houses. I love that type of work because I'm, I'm always wanting to keep busy and keep moving. And one of my worst job, one of the worst area of the house was the shower because people like to take showers and just leave. They don't like to dry the moisture off. So I tend to teach my clients how to reduce the mold and mildew because I had to clean it up when I came in every two weeks or whenever I was in their house. I had to really scrub some of that tile because people did not dry their showers off. Number one uh, advice for people wanting to reduce the mold or mildew in your house, always, 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 after you take a shower, have a towel or something there, a squeegee. Some people use a squeegee. It's not as effective. But make sure you dry your shower wall off after you take a shower. Because it's going to sit there. The water, if you have any heat in the house at all, I don't care if it's winter or or, or or summer, especially in the winter with with your heater going and you leave moisture in your shower, you're asking for mildew to show up or mold. That's what it does, moisture and heat, mold and mildew. Number one tip, please, please, dry your shower off after you get off. Unless, even if you have a glass that's better, it's easier. But for some reason, the mold just loves those grout, that grout in the shower on the tile. I had when I lived in my first tiny house, which I have pictures of at the beginning of my uh show on YouTube, I had a metal of copper like metal in the shower, no tile for me I was so glad to see that the inventor or the the construction of of my shower in my tiny house was made from a copper like metal, no grout, no tile. all I had to do was trip. With a squeegee, take a towel, no more moisture. Now I never had any mold in my tiny house for five years, and even without running the air conditioner in Florida, how do you do that? I'm going to show you how to do that, how to prevent the mold and mildew from accumulating in your house. There are certain things you tools you need to prevent it. but now we have someone who's going to come on and share her horror of having to move out of a place because there was so much moisture dripping in the place and then the heat and the lack of maintenance. That's what happens with your body. The lack of maintenance will create an imbalance, imbalance, this uh, micro dysbiosis it's called. You have more of candida and mold instead of the friendly acidophilus and all the... Bacteria they put in your yogurt, which is meant to build you up and give you energy. So let's learn a little bit about mold and why. Why is this a problem? Why is it a problem? We're going to share with you. This is a really good, um, I found so many. I have about eight, uh, eight videos that I want to share with you. Uh, And then we're going to, as soon as our guest shows up, we'll let her tell her story about her mold experience. So here we go. Nine signs you have toxic mold. Nine
6: signs you have toxic mold in your home. Mold growing on fruit and bread is easy to see, but mold growing in your home isn't obvious at all. If you're feeling unwell and showing a variety of symptoms you can't explain, it's worth learning whether mold could be causing your bad health. It wouldn't be a surprise, since a hidden mold problem is common in many homes. If you don't want to leave your health up to chance, keep watching. And don't forget to click the subscribe button and turn on notifications to join us on the Bright Side of Life. Number 9. There's a strange smell in your house. Maybe your house used to smell lovely, but lately you've been trying to mask a strange smell with scented candles and air fresheners. Instead of masking the smell, take a good whiff. Does it smell musty? Chances are you've smelled mold before. It can be like smelling a pair of wet socks, or a bathing suit that didn't dry properly. As mold grows, it releases microbial volatile organic compounds, which are known to smell pretty rank. Sniff around your home. If you catch a musty whiff, follow the smelly trail. Number eight, you can't stop coughing. You don't smoke, you're not asthmatic, and you don't have a cold. So why are you coughing all the time? Stachybotrys chartarum is a black green mold that's toxic to humans and animals. A report conducted in 2004 by the Institute of Medicine found that mold can be directly responsible for problems with the upper respiratory tract, and it can be the reason for chronic coughing. It can also lead to throat irritation, wheezing, and shortness of breath. This mold releases mycotoxins, which can harm the cells in your body. When your lungs detect the irritating spores in your system, they force you to cough in an attempt to rid the body of the harmful intruder. Number 7. Your muscles are hurting. Exposure to mycotoxins from black mold can also affect your muscles and joints. Chronic Inflammatory Response Syndrome, or CIRS, is a condition that can be caused by mold. However, doctors struggle to diagnose it because it can look like other illnesses, like fibromyalgia. In 2013, Dr. Joseph Brewer, an infection disease specialist, reported that 92% of his patients who had been told they had fibromyalgia actually had mold toxins in their body. If you have CIRS, you can experience a variety of symptoms. Those symptoms affecting the muscles include stiffness, joint pain, muscle tingling, shooting pains, muscle cramps, and muscle weakness. Number six, there are stains on your walls. Molds can have many different appearances. It can be spots on a wall, discoloration, dark rings, and stains. The spots aren't always black. They can also be green, orange, brown, and white. If your walls show sign of water damage, this should be investigated. If you discover water damage in your home that has been untreated for a while, chances are mold has already formed. Mold and water damage tend to go hand in hand. Just remember that even if your walls show only a tiny spot of mold, it's worth doing a thorough inspection, since mold can be lurking on the other side of the wall where you can't see it. Number five, your seasonal allergies are extra intense. Mold tends to cause symptoms similar to seasonal allergies. As people attribute their sickness to allergies, mold can continue to spread in their home. Allergies suck enough already, and they're made worse by mold. Since allergy sufferers have a weaker immune system, they are more likely to experience the negative health effects of mold in their home than non-allergy sufferers. If you've never suffered from allergies before, or this year your allergies seem to be out of control, look for mold in your home. Number four, you have asthma. A study conducted in 2011 and published in the Annals of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology Journal found that when a one-year-old child is exposed to mold in their home, there is an increased chance of them having asthma by the time they are seven years old. This early exposure to mold can cause children who are genetically predisposed to asthma to develop it and affect those who are not predisposed as well. If you already suffer from asthma, mold can trigger your symptoms. If you have asthma and are also allergic to mold, it can be a deadly combination. Your body can respond with an allergic reaction, causing your airways to constrict and sending you on an emergency trip to the hospital. Number three, you've noticed weird rashes on your skin. Mold doesn't just affect your sinuses. People with mold allergies can experience skin that is red and itchy all the time. Some of the strongest allergic reactions can include rashes and hives. If you're experiencing this, you know not to scratch, right? If you do, you risk breaking the skin and putting yourself at a higher risk for infection. With skin rashes, the body recognizes a harmful substance and responds with an allergic reaction by producing high quantities of antibodies in an attempt to protect you. An antihistamine can help you control the symptoms, but they won't go away until the irritant is taken care of. Number two, you are forgetful. Maybe a simple thing, like remembering where you left your keys, or giving all your concentration to one task, seems impossible lately. To a certain extent, mold can make you mentally fatigued, disoriented, and forgetful. In 2014, researchers from the City University of New York conducted a study where they exposed mice to black mold spores. After three weeks, the mice had trouble remembering and had higher anxiety levels. It was also shown that the spores had caused increased inflammation in the brain, particularly in the hippocampus, the part of the brain that's involved with memory. Unfortunately, some of the most serious side effects are long-term memory loss, insomnia, anxiety, and general confusion. Number 1. Your eyes seem to be perpetually irritated. If your eyes are lovely, but nowadays always look bloodshot, mold could be causing their irritation. When spores are floating around in your home, they find a direct entry into your body through your eyes. As your eye cells travel to your bloodstream, mycotoxins from Stachybotrys charterum can damage them. The chemical compounds in the mold irritate the mucous membranes of the eyes, making them inflamed, and this should be taken seriously. When eyes are inflamed, they appear bloodshot, which causes blurry vision, which then causes light sensitivity. Keratitis and conjunctivitis are common eye disorders caused by mold. If these symptoms sound familiar, how can you make sure they are caused by mold? You can take a simple urine test to reveal whether there are mycotoxins in your system. If there are, a doctor can guide you through the recovery process. If you don't know if this sounds like you, but you suspect mold in your home, what can you do? Schedule a test with a mold testing company. They'll be able to inspect your entire home and reach places you can't get to. If you've already found mold, professionals can tell you what type of mold it is and how to treat it. If you discover that mold definitely caused your illness, a visit to the doctor to ensure your good health is a good idea. If you're still unsure whether there's mold in your home, think about whether you usually feel better at work or when you're out doing chores. That can be a telltale sign that your home is secretly an unsafe environment. Mold can wreck your health, so be wary, folks. Affecting your home is one thing, but when it threatens your health, it's time for drastic action. If you suspect mold, don't hesitate to act, particularly if you have young children. The good news is that 75% of people aren't genetically susceptible to mold toxicity, but it's still better to be safe than sorry. So tell us, brightsiders, do you have any symptoms that could be caused by mold? Let us know in the comment section. Don't forget to give this video a like.
1: So there's some good advice in that teaching and that information. Really good advice. But the best way, um, the prevention is always the best thing to do. And unfortunately, we have people who live in environments that are not maintained or taken well care of. And that's when it can become um, pneumonia, for instance, the lungs, if you're breathing in those molds and you're not doing prevention work, then you're going to end up more than likely in the hospital because your lungs are not going to be able to tolerate but so much mold. Your your lungs can tolerate a little bit of mold, believe me, because as I said in the beginning of the show, the microbiome that has 100 trillion uh, microbes, viruses, bacteria, fungus, we talked a lot about fungus the last two Sunday shows. Mushrooms, they are divine purpose organisms. Trust me, look it up, do your homework. So when we have mold situations where you need a what they call a mold remediation company, you know how much money these companies are making nowadays? Billions, it's in the billions. I, th- I saw one that said Mold remediation businesses are making $2 billion incomes profits in, in the United States alone, I think. That seems ridiculous. But what did our grandparents do? You know, my grandmother's and grandfather's house always smelled a little musty. They lived in southern Illinois. So in the summer, we always went there in the summer. They didn't have air conditioning. They had fans going in the ceilings. And even in the church, my grandfather, um, pastor, fans going, no air conditioning. You had your fan, Holy Spirit, yes, Jesus, Jesus, fans going everywhere, everywhere. And it always smelled a little moldy in there or or musty in there. They were fine. They were fine. And I think the reason they were fine, they did not have the level of stress in their lives. They lived simple. My grandfather had a farm. He had Grew his own food. Uh, he did not have the stress. He, he did not have the stress that, that we have today in our society. So number one, stress is probably creating a need for mold remediation companies to come in because there has been no preventive preventive techniques and the lifestyles have created a situation where mold is just growing everywhere and people are not coming out of their showers and drying that shower. Think about this. When you're in the shower, what do you usually have? Mist going on the mirror. When that mist goes on the mirror and that mist stays on your walls, guess what? If you keep it hot enough, you're going to have a little mold activity going on because that's what mold does. So again, my suggestion from over ten, all oh, ten years of cleaning houses, always wipe your shower down after you take a shower. Get rid of the moisture in the shower, and on the mirror. If you have, if it goes, the steam goes to the mirror. That is where mold and mildew start developing. Moisture, moisture, moisture. And our guest, uh, Miss Carter, who's uh, wanted to share her experience. She had water dripping from the ceiling of a building. She's in an apartment building. And the maintenance and and, uh, care of this building was obviously very low because when you have water dripping on the pipes and everywhere and the the floors are swelling, the walls are swelling, get out of there. Get out of there. That's why I love my tiny house. My tiny house is easy to maintain. I don't have a mildew problem. Because I found essential oils that take care of the problem. I left my tiny, here's a little testimony about my own mold experience, why I don't have him, never had to deal with a lot of mold. I just grew into knowledge and wisdom about it. My 8 by 20 tiny house, I had to leave in storage when I moved to an ashram, a big place where I enjoyed a swimming pool and all the other amenities of this huge place and my sisters from uh, Chicago came to visit, and I was there. But I had my tiny house in storage in Florida, and no air conditioning going. But what I did was I wiped all the window seals down with an essential, an essential oil formula that included tea tree oil and other oils. And I wiped the windowsill down. And then in the sink, I left a bowl of water that had all the teeth, the oil, essential oils in it, so that the aroma from these oils just penetrated everything in that tiny house. And so every month when I would go back, no mold, no mildew, nothing, nothing. For one, I'm not taking a shower in there, but the the, the, the environment inside is full of, tea tree oil, scent, and pine oil, and um, uh, what was the other? There was two other ones, pine oil, tea tree, cinnamon. Cinnamon is very powerful, anti-mildew, mold, and all that. So my suggestion for you, if you want to prevent mildew and mold wherever you are, don't put it on your skin. You don't need to put these oils on your skin. In fact, it's usually not recommended to put cinnamon tea tree on the skin unless you dilute it. Diluted with a carrier oil like jojoba almond oil, but if you have a, a small space like I do, and I didn't have air conditioner in this house, in this house I'm in now for a whole year in the summer in Florida, but you can bet my tea tree oil and my pine oil and my cinnamon oil, I wiped, I dust it with it. Yeah, put it. I just put those oils on a rag with some oil. And every space that I could touch was uh, had tea tree, cinnamon, and it smelled wonderful in here. And so this past year, I got an air conditioner, a little roller air conditioner, portable air conditioner, because it just got too hot. And I had no problems again. And I still dust with cinnamon and um, tea tree, pine, and uh, uh, pine. Those four: cinnamon, pine, tea tree. I still dust with those scents, and I have, and I look for incense with those um, smells and those fragrances of those plants in them. So now, the problem with mold problems and health problems is it could be something else deeper. Candida. I had a candida infection that was systemic back in the day, right after I had my youngest son back in the eighties. I, back in the 80s, I had my youngest. I could not get out of bed. I was just, I had no energy whatsoever. I couldn't go back to work for a whole week. Went to a naturopathic doctor. He did a blood test. He did a test. He said, you have systemic candida. I'm like, what's that? I had no idea what it was. He systemic. Not I did, it wasn't just in my gut. It was all over my body. It was in my bloodstream, everything. Uh, so I learned from that how how powerful candida is when your lifestyle is in the toilet. Because my lifestyle is in the toilet. I mean, I was doing everything, alcohol, partying, alcohol, everything, partying, worry, uh, anxiety, uh, headaches, everything. I just had it. My hormones were off, and my body was in bad shape. And I was doing a lot of sugar, 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 sugar. Candida loves sugar. That's why it shows up. So I want to play this for you. Um, I want to play this next one for you uh, about candida overgrowth. Because sometimes the reason you're having problems with mildew and mold is you're full of candida. That's another fungus that can take over your body. If you're doing the lifestyle I was doing back in the 80s, you know, late 87, 85. I was messed up. I was really messed up. And so I learned a lot. And even today, when I do too much sugar, it seems like I can feel the candy that trying to rise and take over. But not, no, 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 no. d'Arco is another P-A-U-D-Arco. Another great, great herb that you can take internally. You can't find it in a tea as much, but it's a tree bark from Brazil, and it's total anti-fungus. So I'm giving you tips as we go today to prevent the mold, mildew, and the candida. So here we have a really good audio and visual. I have the video too on how uh, candida oh, what are candida overgrowth symptoms. You need to be aware of this because if you're eating a lot of sugar, wine, processed food, And your emotions are off the chain, worry, anxiety, fear, unforgiveness. You're going to get Candida. Love that environment. Love that environment. Lots of sugar. Love that environment. So, here is a little uh, teaching about candida oh this is an excellent teaching candida overgrowth symptoms
7: a candida overgrowth in the gut can cause a lot of different symptoms and these symptoms are so varied that you'd be forgiven if you wondered how they could possibly all be tied back to candida and i'll explain what those symptoms are and how candida can and does cause them Hi, I'm Dr. Stephen Wangan, the founder and medical director of the IBS Treatment Center. We've treated literally thousands of cases of candida overgrowth in the gut, and I'm still blown away by how toxic and how problematic a candida overgrowth in the gut can be. People who suffer from a candida overgrowth often complain of gas or bloating or diarrhea or loose stools and abdominal pain. but i found that just as many don't necessarily have those symptoms or have constipation instead of diarrhea. And it's not unusual for these patients to have skin breakouts or fatigue or headaches or even brain fog. And that's just a starter list of some of the most common symptoms associated with the Candida overgrowth. Of course, lots of other things can also cause those symptoms. So you can't diagnose the candida overgrowth based just on those symptoms alone. Candida in low levels is not unusual in the digestive tract, but candida often takes advantage of our modern day lifestyle to grow to levels far beyond normal low levels. And once it gets to this point, it will wreak havoc with your health. So how does candida cause all of these problems? Well, Candida is a yeast or a fungus, and yeast thrive on sweets and sugars. In that way, they are not different than most other yeast. So for example, we use yeast to make bread, right? And it feeds on the sugars in the recipe and creates a gas, which causes the bread to rise, right? We also use yeast to make alcohol. So again, it feeds on the sugars and starches in there, and it creates a gas, which is, for example, what makes beer foamy. Now, candida in the gut is doing essentially the same thing. It's feeding on sugars and starches and creating a gas. And this is why many people with a candida overgrowth do experience gas and bloating. And when that gas gets trapped, they experience pain because trapped gas can cause a tremendous amount of abdominal pain and often you don't even realize that it's gas pain because it just feels so severe you think it must be something else. Now candida also breaks down your food differently than your normal bacteria breaks down your food because bacteria does have a lot to do with how your food's broken down. So once you have a major candida overgrowth in your gut, you stop digesting food properly. And that can be whether it's a sugar or starch, or even if it's something else, it just doesn't break down the way it normally would. And when that happens, you may feel like you have trouble digesting not just sugars and starches, but virtually any type of food that you eat. Now this in turn, of course, can lead to symptoms like diarrhea or constipation. Now why it's one way in some people. And the other, in other people, I have no idea, to be honest, but I can tell you that I've seen it go either way. So how does candida cause symptoms like headaches or fatigue or brain fog or even skin breakouts? Here's where I think things get really interesting. Candida create a lot of toxic chemicals. So remember alcohol? We get alcohol from yeast. So candida is a type of yeast, and it also creates a lot of nasty chemicals, and those chemicals get absorbed from the the digestive tract where they're created. They get absorbed into the rest of the body, and once that happens, all kinds of things can go wrong. So this is why many people with a candida overgrowth in the gut experience things like headaches or fatigue or brain fog. Brain fog is a super common complaint of people with a lot of candida overgrowth. It's also why Candida can cause skin breakouts or joint pain or a whole lot of other problems because these toxins end up all over the body. So some people with Candida overgrowth even feel like they're hung over all the time, even when they haven't had a drink for days or weeks. They often describe it as feeling hung over because they are literally being intoxicated from within. And I even I've not only seen that, but I've even seen a patient who had this to the extreme, he was literally his own brewery. So what that means is he had a syndrome called auto-brewery syndrome, and he was basically a little bit drunk all the time. Yeah, wow, I know, no kidding. What a mess, right? That's what Candida, when it's really bad, can literally do to you. Now why do people with the Candida overgrowth experience different symptoms? Well, there are probably a lot of different reasons for this, from differences in your physiology and your genetics to differences in the different species and strains of candida that then will produce different types of chemicals. And there are also other types of yeast that can cause problems, yeast that are not candida, but other kinds of yeast. So what I can tell you is that once these patients are treated for this problem, they get better. And although that's easier said than done, that's how I know that so many different symptoms can be caused by a candida overgrowth because I've seen them in our patients and I've seen those symptoms go away. So I realized that this leads to a lot of other questions like, why doesn't my doctor recognize this or how do you test for it or how do you treat it? So look for my other videos on these and other topics related to candida and digestive health where I discuss all those things. If you found this video helpful, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel to be the first to get more fascinating information.
1: So he's very, very informative, but not completely informative. Because the problem with once you have a candida diagnosis, which I did, and it was treated with vitamin C IV, I'd say that's the number one way to treat candida overgrowth in the body, vitamin C, IV. There are IV clinics all over Florida, this area. So I don't know in your area. By now, I would hope that you can find IV, uh, nutritional IV therapy where you live. And that was what got me back to work. I mean, the next day, after I sat for 45 minutes in this naturopathic doctor's office, hooked me up to an IV, with an IV of uh, uh, two and put a vitamin C in my body for, like, maybe 30 minutes. I can't remember exactly. It's been about 30 years, actually. And I was back to work the next day. It, it moved that candida right out of my system. Now, in order to keep it out, though, that's a whole other story. As you heard, sugar, eating a lot of sugar, it's going to come right back. It loves sugar. You have mercury in your fillings. Amalgam fillings, candida will be there because that's their job. I found out candida eats mercury. So if you have mercury and metals, in, any kind of metals, actually, I'm thinking candida is there to eat them up, their little critters eating up the mercury. Again, divine purpose. If you're drinking a lot of alcohol, you probably have candida. If you wonder why your partner's feet smell, And probably the the fungus of Candida is everywhere and the smell is coming out of his feet and everywhere else. And if you're stressed, the stress, anxiety. In fact, Louise Hay, my favorite Heal Your Body book says Candida. She actually has Candida listed in her book. She says probable cause is feeling very scattered, lots of frustration and anger, demanding and untrusting in relationships, and great takers. Whoa, all of that? Really? All of that for Candida? Yep, 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 yep. And then she says the, the affirmation, my thought, or new thought pattern should be, if you have Candida, I give myself permission to be all that I can be, and I deserve the very best in life. I love and appreciate myself and others. That's a lot for some people to overcome. If you're walking around with low self-esteem, you're angry, and you say, well, let's just do some affirmations, new thought pattern here. I give myself permission to be all that I can be, and I deserve the very best in life. Because if you've been feeling scattered, you're not thinking this way. And... I love and appreciate myself and others. If you've been frustrated, angry, demanding, and untrusting relationship, you know we the female solution. This month is promoting the love lessons, the love energy, love conversations, love how to have better love. Uh, but as as this Candida uh, lesson today is all about learning to love yourself because. Again, if you are not loving yourself and you have untrust, demanding and untrusting relationships, I think uh, either Zelda on Monday morning or, um, let's see, who's on Tuesday, uh, I'm not sure if Asada, Naima talked about it. And, and then Zoe, three of our hosts this week, Zoe, Naima, and Zelda talked about untrusting relationships. We have had enough of them. And if you're still in that mode, guess what? You're inviting Candida to show up, show up, because I need some lessons. So uh, I'm at uh, after the hour. So I'm going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going uh, <clears> to <throat> show you why the CDC issued warnings about this particular Candida or this for, I don't know, two or three years now guess what? Maybe it's related to the stress of the last three or four years of, ah, there's a virus, there's a virus. So when we come back, I'm going to share that audio with you, why the CDC is issuing a warning. And still, because now there's a new warning, I think, in Washington State. It's always going to be something about candida or mold or mildew or viruses. But we can prevent these things from bothering us when we take certain steps. And number one, as I said, shower. Wipe your shower off after you get out the shower. Wipe the tile off and the mirrors. Keep the moisture down. Get a dehumidifier if you need one. But that's how you begin to control the mildew and mold growth in your house because it's going to come, if the environment is right, just like on the inside, candida shows up. When the environment is right and it's usually a lack of care in your body. So we'll be right back after these messages. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits when you partner with me i'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle you can find out more about me at your where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's YourHolisticLifeCoach.com and I'm Viato. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture, World Peace, Restoration of Light 580-1501 and be a part of the Movement for World Peace. Email us at chicagohwpl@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Join us every second Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time, here on the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show, for the Neighborship of Joy. We'll have powerful conversations, inviting women to walk in the light. So call in, 515-605-9325,
3: and press 1 to speak to the host. You can also join us
1: live on the Female Solution Facebook page and YouTube channel. So see you on the second Saturday on the Neighborship of Joy. It's time for healing. Welcome back. We are here today with uh, health and well-being to talk about suffering from mold or candida, what that means. And as I said, uh, if you're just joining us, there is a close um, proximity or relationship with candida and mold. They're both funguses that show up when the environment is not balanced or healthy. So you could have mold in your house and you don't even know it, and if you're especially, again, I say in the shower, if you're not wiping down your shower, that moisture is accumulating and will invite mold and mildew to grow on your shower and in your house. So easy thing to do. I always had my clients, I cleaned houses for 10 years, always reminded them, because by the time I got there, I hated to go in the shower because nobody was wiping down the moisture, and there was always mildew in the grout, and they wanted you to clean all that out. And it, I would I would spend sometimes 45 minutes in the shower trying to clean the mildew off the grout in the shower. So when I got my tiny house, I bought a tiny house that had no grout, no no tile. It was all a copper-like metal pla- uh, plate that was in the shower, and it was so easy to clean. That's what tiny house living is all about, low maintenance. So anyway, I want to share with you before our guest uh, comes on, I want to share with you why the CDC has issued a warning about candida because even though mold is a problem, and I told you mold remediation companies are making billions of people neglecting their house, and I say candida is a problem because we're neglecting the inside of this house, this temple biological computer. So here's a little clip about why the CDC <clears throat> is warning about a particular uh, vi- uh, fungus, Candida auris. All right.
4: The CDC is warning about a deadly fungus that is spreading across the United States. It's affecting health care facilities for the most part, such as hospitals and nursing homes. The fungus, which is called Candida auris or C. auris, is drug resistant. If infected, it can cause severe illness for those with weakened immune systems, and it can even be deadly. Here to discuss drug-resistant bacteria and superbugs more broadly is Captain Arjun Srinivasan. He is the Deputy Director for Program Improvements for the CDC's Division of Healthcare Quality Promotion. Doctor, thanks so much for joining us.
8: Thank you so much for having me. Good morning.
4: So I guess the first question is, how concerned should Americans be about uh, antibiotic-resistant infections?
8: You know, I always tell people this is something that is a cause for concern, but not panic. This is an important problem, right? We know that every year in the United States, about 3 million people will get an infection with a bacteria or a fungus, like Candida auris that you were just talking about, that is resistant to the main antibiotic or antifungal that we would like to use to treat it. And that's how we simply define antibiotic resistance. So it's common, about 35,000 people per year will die of those infections. So this is a very, very important Problem. It's a concerning problem that uh, impacts the lives of, of millions of Americans. Odds are you or someone you know has uh, ex- had experience with one of these uh, drug-resistant infections.
1: Give us a really b- basic science lesson here. What makes a superbug resistant to antibiotics?
8: Yeah, you know, antibiotics are like any other, uh, sorry, bacteria and and, and fungi are like any other living thing, right? They have a a, desire to survive. And the way that they do that is they develop mutations. So when we expose them to an antibiotic or an antifungal that's designed to kill them, over time, some little population through random mutations will become resistant to that agent and what happens is, is that you know bacteria have they have strength in numbers right there are billions and billions of them so the chance that one of them is going to develop resistance to one of our antibiotics becomes higher and higher and the more we use those antibiotics the more we expose bacteria and fungi to these agents the higher the chance that that resistance will develop and then grow, and then spread becomes. And and that's quite simply how it happens. So this is kind of an an evolutionary thing. There's nothing we can do to stop resistance from developing, but there's a lot that we can do to slow it down. And that's really what our efforts are focused on. How do we slow the development of resistance in both bacteria and, and
4: fungi? So one of the things, doctor, you'll remember uh, that we were all doing and recommending in the early days of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic before we had vaccines was telling people to wash their hands uh, and to wash them well um, and to sing happy birthday. Uh, right. You At least 20 <laughs> seconds right. while you're washing your right. hands. Right. But. It's my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, that bacteria are even resistant to washing and scrubbing. So so in this particular case, when we know that they're resistant to antibiotics, what can people do to protect themselves? Would washing your hands, if you came into contact with this bacteria, would that help at all or
8: not at all? Yeah, I'm so glad you're asking this because absolutely, washing your hands, it turns out your mom was right. The most important thing that you can do to protect yourself to protect those around you, your family, those you love, your friends and family is washing your hands. And there are some rare types of bacteria that can be uh, hard to clean with the alcohol-based hand rubs, right? And those became so popular and so ubiquitous during COVID and they're great. They work against the overwhelming majority of everything that we encounter, especially outside of hospitals, right? So there are rare instances when in a hospital, we will tell people, rather than use an alcohol hand rub, we want you to actually wash your hands with soap and water. But washing your hands with soap and water, uh, scrubbing, singing happy birthday, that works against all of these threats, right? So I think I'm so glad you asked this because we really want people to understand, outside of healthcare settings, alcohol hand rubs, if your hands are not visibly soiled, if they don't have you know dirt or something on them, Hand alcohol hand rub is fantastic. It will protect you against pretty much everything outside of healthcare settings. There are rare instances in healthcare settings when we recommend hand washing over alcohol hand rub, but hand washing is always the right thing to do. Captain, I'm curious. I feel like it's like every so often we have a conversation like this. Yeah. Is this sort of thing cyclical? No, it's not. And, I, and I, I, again, I think that's a really important point you're raising. I think it it garners attention every now and then, right? Mm-hmm. Something dramatic will happen. Uh, there'll be a new superbug that emerges. And you know, we're seeing that now with, with Candida Horus. But it's not a cyclical problem. It's not like it went away when, when people weren't paying attention to it. This is a problem that has uh, been rising uh, in the United States and around the world for many, many years. And it's something that you know, we have been working very hard to get people to pay attention to, to get people to take action on. And the good news is, is that those efforts are paying off. You know, before the pandemic, we actually saw reductions in the number of these antibiotic resistant infections that were happening in healthcare settings. And that's incredibly encouraging news. It demonstrates that when we apply concerted efforts and keep our foot on the gas, we can make an impact against these pathogens. The problem is is that we lost a lot of that progress, in fact, almost all of it during the pandemic. And so now, you know, now is the time we have to redouble our efforts as COVID begins to recede. We have to redouble our efforts to address these antibiotic resistant bacteria. They are not going anywhere. They are only going to become a bigger problem unless we reinvigorate those efforts to combat them. Mm. All
1: right, uh, Captain
0: Arjun and thank you very much.
8: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Okay, that was your traditional CBS major mainstream media news reporting that is full of half-truths, half lies, whatever you want to call it. Oh, my goodness, where do I begin? Number one, why are candida, mold, fungus, b- viruses, bacteria, resistant to antibiotics? I'll give you one reason. They're smarter than man candida remember let me go back 100 trillion microbes in your gut 100 trillion microbes are in your gut why the creator of the human vessel this vessel this biological computer bought these uh, these microbes into our system they're older than dirt microbes 100 trillion older than dirt they're part of our survival mechanism now, when they get out of balance, candida's out of balance, mold out of balance. It's because the environment is toxic. You're stressed. You got too much sugar. You're eating too much candy. You got all these. Your anxiety, anger, unforgiveness create a very acid pH in your body. When you have all those stress, sugar, diet, processed food, unforgiveness. I'm sad, I'm crying, I'm depressed, and you're not taking the best care of your body inside and out, and you're using products on the outside that have chemicals galore, welcome candida and mold overgrowth, okay? So this, why do why we have a super bug candida ARBIS? Because we're not taking care of our bodies and we're allowing man's antibiotics to interfere with the healthy microbiome community that you need. A diver- diverse microbiome community will resist everything and anything that comes in to harm you. And the impact on pathogens, this doctor, this scientist we just heard from, thinks that we need to have a greater impact on pathogens. You know, like bombing countries, bombing your body with vi- with vaccines, bombing your body with Drugs, bomb, bomb, bomb. That's how the medical system works. So we want to go. Um, questions, comments. We want your questions, comments. You have them. Put them right here on Facebook or YouTube. And we're gonna go to our guest today, our our caller, uh, Miss Carter, Wanda Carter, is with us, I believe. Um, Naima, your mic is open, yes. and I believe it's in the in the studio. Good morning, Wanda Carter. Good morning, Wanda. How are you? So good. I'm good. How are you this morning?
9: Oh, fine. I'm just excited that you wanted to talk about the mold because huh, my experience with it uh, recently has been quite devastating for me. Um, I had I discovered mold. Can you hear me? Go ahead.
1: Yes. Go ahead. Tell us. Oh. No, first of all. You're in Chicago, right? What is your What do you do in Chicago? I believe you're a, a, a journalist. Is that right?
9: Uh, well, I publish an online newspaper, and um, yes, I'm a journalist and a reporter. I'm all of those things. I I run an organization called the Chicago Communicating News Media, and um, okay. I have other people working with me that that do reporting and. We have a television show called Omnibus Roundtable Television and also CCN News Media On Point. So I do a lot of things, but uh, I tried to share with the public uh, my experience with the mold recently, and um, that was quite an endeavor. I, I love what you're doing in terms of having the experts come on and talk about mold because it's 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 a very – important subject people need to realize mold is all around us but some mold is is uh good and other mold can cause you to go to the hospital like i did
1: okay so tell us when did you when did your this when did you start being aware that you had a mold problem in your in your apartment
9: well i i stayed in that apartment for three years and all the time that I was there, they had water problems, um, water leaking from the roof uh, down through the second floor apartment, the first floor apartment, and then I'm on the ground level in the garden apartment. And um, um, the, the ceiling in my bathroom had started to buckle, and I knew there was a water problem, but I, it never dawned on me that the water would bring mold. Uh, I didn't know that much about the mole, uh, and then um, there was water seepage from. I, my apartment was right next door to the utility room where they had the uh, hot water tanks and the uh, furnace, and so when water started to seep through the basins, through the wall, um, what do you call the the bottom floor uh, basin? Then I knew that water, I had water seepage coming from the top and from the bottom. And um, I called the city, and they came out and uh, told the property managers, and that was about uh, two years ago. They came out and told the property managers that they needed to fix this or they were going to shut the building down. Well, they did some minor stuff. They came in and uh, scraped the walls down and that did put some kind of solution on the walls and paint it over, and they did that in each of the three, the two apartments above me. But uh, that didn't work because the the mold came back, and uh, then we all, all of us started talking. The the tenants we started talking because you know, it's only a three flat building with six apartments, three on each side. And when we started talking and we all realized that we all were having the same problem, this water seepage, then, you know, then that's when it became a reality to all of us that we needed to do something. And so um, we started, uh, everybody's mopping and cleaning the the wall and the area where the water was at. But when I saw, started seeing this uh, buckling, uh, with discoloration on the walls um, in certain places, then I knew that was mold. And, um, and then we, start, we all started um, deciding to call the property managers and tell them that they needed to do something. Well, it, as I said, what they were doing was scraping the walls and putting this solution over it, but that wasn't right. handling it. And so uh eventually this year um no, in december uh the fifteenth, I actually had to go to the hospital because i was I was having um chills um, I was sneezing and coughing to the to the extent that my stomach was hurting, my chest was hurting, and so uh my adult children took me to the hospital and They said initially that I had the flu, and so they gave me medication and sent me back home, and about three weeks later, those symptoms didn't go away, and they got worse. So they took me back to the hospital, and uh, this time, they said I had pneumonia, bacterial pneumonia. And so they kept me. I was in the hospital for three days. And uh, when they released me, they told me that I had bacterial pneumonia that was caused by environmental pathogens. So then I knew it had to do with the condition of my apartment. Questions?
1: Okay, I my first of all, my heart. I'm just grieving with you, sister. I can just feel your pain, suffering, frustration, anxiety, anger. I'm just I'm, i You were watching me. I'm like feeling all this. Stuff, what you went through. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my heart goes out to you, uh, and I'm really empathized with. I have never had that problem. And so, I'm glad we're having this conversation, so maybe we can prevent it happening for other people. so there's so exactly. much negligence, yes. there's so much negligence in the property owner's um responsibility that that sounds like a lawsuit to me and i'm I'm glad you are aware that. You need to get some money back, and you need to have take some legal action. That all that I don't know about everybody else, but that sounds like a lot of legal action needs to be taken, especially if you ended up in the yeah. hospital and and bacterial yes, pneumonia. So I yeah, want to ask. They, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you uh, want, they, what when do they
9: you, called it? Go ahead. What's
1: your goal going forward?
9: What are your goals going forward? Um, I moved out of the apartment, and I um, was advised not to take any furniture uh, because I I was told that the mold can get into the pores of the wood and um, any cloth um, material on the furniture, and so I should not take it. So I left the furniture And I informed the uh, property managers that I uh, wanted them to reimburse me for the move because it was a sudden move and uh, it was expensive because when you do things on the spare of the moment that you haven't planned for, it's much more expensive to do that. So I had to buy all of these um, containers to put my personal things in and to move them to storage. And then I had to come and stay with my daughter, and so um <laughs> it was quite expensive, so I said to the other tenants in the building that were experiencing some of the same things that I was experiencing, We need to get a lawyer and try to do a class action lawsuit and so I'm in the process of looking for an attorney i mean i you know all over the internet, and they have all these uh home all of these uh, recommendations on what to do to remove the mold and and what to do to help yourself, but I haven't yet found an attorney that strictly deals with mold, so I'm still in that process. Um, but I intend to find an attorney that will now, uh, take this case.
1: Now, do you yes, want ma'am. to prevent, do you want to prevent this ever again?
9: Yes. Absolutely, because uh, everybody in there has had exposure to mold. And I'm sure um, my neighbor above me, she's on dialysis. And she's been oh. in and out the hospital. But she never equated her going in and out the hospital to the mold. Because I guess, you know, because she has dialysis, she just thought that um, it was related to that. And maybe it was. I don't know. But I know my condition was related to the environment. So uh, I want to uh, go ahead.
1: You want to prevent it. And um, going forward, are you going to stay with your daughter or are you planning to find a new place?
9: Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm looking for a new place now. I've been looking ever since um, I left that apartment. And, um, yes. I'm going to do all that I can with the media to make people aware and um I I hope that others will uh, take heed and not tolerate staying in a place where there is mold. You right. have to exactly. let the the people know that right. you know they have to do something. They when I was moving out the property manager uh, finally sent a maintenance uh, person, and they started tearing out the bathroom walls. Well, they they should have did that last year. And uh, he started, when he took the walls out, started tearing the walls out, he saw the mold behind the walls
1: That's surprise, And he surprise. was like, I
9: had no idea it was like that.
1: <laughs>
9: and so, yeah, um, yeah, people need to know that mold has behind the walls, and when it starts to... To permeate the surface and you can actually see it, then you know you got a mold problem.
1: And you know something, sister, yeah. um I I I understand the neglect. I there's so much neglect there, especially when it's older buildings. Older buildings yes. if they're not changed just like us, we're older and under I'm a baby boomer, late sixties. Um this is an okay. older building. Those just say I'm an yes. older building, but I'm pretty good, I think, and taking the best care of this building that I can. And yes. that's why I do yes. health and health, well-being because at our age, I know you're you're a grandma, right?
9: Yes, I'm in my 70s.
1: Yes. So we, listen, sister, we have to take best care of the building, this building. We we At some point, that's right. The, Stop blaming other things, other conditions, other people. And we just go within and say, I got to start taking better care of me. So there are, exactly. things, there are things that you need to do to prevent this ever happening again, okay? And first and yes, foremost ma'am. is you got you to build up your immune system because if you had pneumonia, that means your immune system wasn't able to handle the stress Or the mold that showed up in excess, because as you, if you were listening to the audios I played, we all we have candida inside of us, mold inside, we have fungus inside of us. It's all there. We have a hundred trillion microbes inside our body. Hundred trillion. They're all there. Why do they get yes, yes, and, and create pneumonia? Uh, rashes, eczema, allergies—all the physical exactly. symptoms we have—it's because yeah. of our immune system. I want to talk to you maybe later about when you, when you're ready to start a new home. There are certain things you must have in that home to prevent this. And as I said, I had a tiny house, 160 square feet, that I had no mildew, no mold grow for five years because I learned. I did the research because I was worried about mildew in Florida. And I was out in the in the country, okay. and I said, okay. "Oh dear, this house." I don't, and I don't like air conditioning. It's too cold for me, and in my little space, if I turned the air on, I'd be freezing. So I had to do okay. things to vent the uh, mildew and control the moisture. My shower was moisture proof because I didn't have the tile and the grout. And all that. If you're building a house, like I did, the house I'm in now, I built this house, basically. It was an empty shed. Okay. All walls. Okay. I had to create an environment that was healthy for me with paint, and and I had to build a bathroom. I had to build a kitchen. I put in all the floors in this place, 320 square feet. Well, it was a, a three-day job. They wasn't bad. My son had already stepped. Anyway... Building a new house is 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 moisture mildew proof, but when you got an old house, you got to do things to prevent the out uh, the the lack of diversity in the in the microbiome. The if you don't have diversity, and if you don't have a strong immune system, anything can help can put you in the hospital. Yeah, so,
9: yeah, I, I, I agree.
1: One of the tips for candida, we haven't uh, we we talked about the symptoms, and you could have candida, which contributed okay. to you could have candida, which contributes to your lack of ability to control the mold you're breathing in, and your body just could it's an oh. overload. When you already have candida oh, okay. from your life, as I said, I was drinking alcohol, I was eating a lot of sugar, I had stress, stress, stress. The stress alone will create an environment that weakens the immune system. So if you have all those things going, your diet's poor, you're drinking a lot of sugary sweets and food,
0: processed foods, you're going to
1: have problems with your health. So one quadriarchal, P-A-U-D-R-A-C-O, A-R-C-O, not only anti-cancer, but it's anti-fungal. One of the best herbs in the best herbs on the planet to prevent candida and probably fungus and fungus so this an ant comes from a tree a brazilian tree that does not fungus does not grow on this tree that was something i've been and i oh, feel okay cake. I, have, I have a liquid bottle of party in my uh supply of herbs that i take occasionally especially if i go out and have a sweet treat or something i put party in my mouth that okay. night and it will okay. control the overabundance of fungus. Number two, your environment in your house and outside, if you're putting a lot of chemicals on your body, that is also going to weaken your microbiome, and your your liver is going to have to work overtime to process any chemicals you're putting on your body. So if your lotions, your deodorant, your shampoos, your bath, well, all that stuff, if it has a lot of chemicals, your immune system is going okay. to be weak. And you're not going to be able to handle okay. any environment. You're going to have a lot of allergies. Mm. So, And then essential oils. I want to play for you just this one little clip um, about essential oils because that, that was what kept the mildew out of my tiny house for five years, and which prevents it in here. Because where I live now, I wipe my windows down with four essential oils that have been guaranteed okay. to keep mildew and mold away from uh of uh, mildew and mold away from my environment. So, if I have it here, a whole brand thing. Okay. This okay. okay. yes. and gains of tea tree oil. Tea tree oil to me is like okay. the number of oil Uh, that will help prevent, so I'm going to play just a quick uh, audio for you to hear on on the benefits of this very uh, beautiful plant.
0: Thank you. Hi, I'm Dr. Lynn. I'm a naturopathic doctor, and I'm here today to talk about alternative medicine. As a naturopath, I have two primary points of view when it comes to health prevention over cure. Always try to live a healthy lifestyle. And second, balance. When the body and the mind are in balance, we have perfect health. Today's topic is the benefits and dangers of tea tree oil. Tea tree oil is an essential oil, and it's probably the most widely researched and used oil in the world. The reason I like tea tree oil is because it is an anti and it's also an an antifungal oil. Now, the benefits of tea tree oil is, tea tree oil, like all essential oils, is living. It's organic. It's made up of the same molecules as you and me. So when we apply natural living organisms to our body, it does a much more effective um, for healing it and also preventing any scarring. Now, the dangers with tea tree oil is it's like any essential oil, it's very highly concentrated. And because it's so highly concentrated directly on the skin, it can have the counter effect and actually create burning and a bit of a rash. So you want to make sure when you use tea tree oil that you mix it with what we call a carrier oil. That would be any kind of a vegetable oil. I like grapeseed oil because it tends to be very light and mixes very well with the um, essential oil and is a great carrier. So take about uh, two tablespoons of grapeseed oil or any vegetable oil, add about four drops of, you, of the um, tea tree oil, mix it together and just rub it over the area that is that you need to heal. Keep it dry and do that a couple times a day and you probably will find that it's very effective in healing your body. I hope that was a great tip, and I hope you guys have a great day, and I will see you
1: soon. So tea tree oil um, is a uh, plant that also goes by the name Melaleuca. I just joined oh. a company that specializes in Melaleuca, and I want to share that with mm. you uh, uh Miss car to Wanda later because I've yes. ordered products that are going to help me not even go shopping anymore for products that have chemicals in them because most of their products okay. are are designed to prevent what you, the nightmare you just went through. All of the products right. are have scientifically researched. Some of the products you people don't even need because you're not, that's not your lifestyle. But for me, I am so excited uh, to be a part of this company that has for 35-plus years focused on improving uh, the environment in people's lives and helping them maintain healthy. So I want to share that with you later. But for now, what are, what are the things we can do to avoid the candida a uh, uh, risk? Uh, epidemic and mold uh, uh, infestation is change your diet. There, there has to be okay. a reduction of because inflammation. What happens with uh, a or uh, uh, when you went in the hospital, you were inflamed. When you have any kind of pain, you're going to have inflammation, right? So when you have pneumonia, yes. your lungs are inflamed and you have bacteria in there. bacteria. Okay. So what happens? The microbes are out of balance, so when you change your diet, reduce the sugar processed food uh, and try and drink quadriarhol by the gallon that 's going to help get um, uh, the right uh, treatment for you, whether it's massage or walking or uh, maintaining a dehumidified environment that 's another but the the main oils that I use. To control and and eliminate and eliminate the possibility of an infection, were tea tree oil number one, clove oil,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, cinnamon oil, and pine oil. Those are the four that I use and still okay. use consistently with uh, carrier oil. You can even, I even use olive oil because I, I wipe these. This is like my furniture polish sort of. I wipe these okay. oils. On. Okay. Okay. And I have a small, 320 square feet. I wipe these oils on my window sills with a carrier of olive oil or cheap oil, all on my window sills and any areas, um, surface areas that are not going to be damaged by all those oils. I don't see okay. or hear any mold mildew in this way, even during the summer when it's nine over 90 degrees. So these are the tips wow. I would suggest. And I've been through, uh, oh, here's one more, peroxide. If you can find 35%, that's called food-grade peroxide. That's what I use okay. in all my bathrooms and showers for years because that got rid of the meal wow. right away. I would, And then I have to wear gloves okay. because if you use 35%, a hydrogen peroxide, not like the brown bottle or three percent. That's minor. That will turn your skin white. You know okay. when you use turn the the bacteria white or the sore white. But thirty five percent will actually leave a white stain on your hand. So you have to use gloves when you're using. But it destroys mildew and mold. So you have to order that wow. online. Okay. I haven't had it for a okay. while because I haven't really needed it. The, the essential oils okay. place. But this company that I'm uh, a member of now, they use all that in their products. So you don't really have to buy extra okay. extra equipment or solutions if you're using products from a company that specializes in tea tree oil. And any questions okay. or comments from, uh, let's see, do you have any questions, um
9: uh, Sister Carter. Uh, no, I've, I've heard of uh, Melaleuca, and um, that I, I agree that um, when I heard of it, they talked a lot about tea tree oil and um, this these products that are supposed to be supposed to help you be healthy. But I didn't. I guess I didn't go into it enough to really realize the benefits. So I'd love to talk to you about that company and the products. So and please um, make sure that we do that.
0: There are
1: thousands of products out there that can help us, but how much, depending mm-hmm. on our budget and whether that company is going to pay you to use their products, one of the things that I like about the Luca, they do profit sharing. If you're buying the product and uh. you have other, even if you, even if you don't have people, come in and, and join the membership, if you're buying the products and you have people buying products from you, then you're going to get profit sharing from the company, from what I've learned so far. And I'm going okay. to be testing once my box arrives, my box should arrive either today or, or tomorrow of, of all the, the supplies that I use. I'm going to be sharing them. I have a, someone in my life who has allergies galore. She has dark circles under her eyes and she's always oh. using hand sanitizer with worse chemicals in them. And I'm like, I can't wait to share some of these products with her. Honey, please, let's do something different. Allergies are, in in fact, allergies. Do you have any allergies, Sister Carter? Uh, Not that I know of. Okay, that's one of the symptoms. If you have people in your life who do have allergies, they're coughing a lot, skin problems, that's one of the symptoms that they have either mold or candida and that's why oh, okay and usually if they have okay. this, this person in my life who has, he drinks a lot of wine eats a lot of sugar boom okay. candida is there yeah sure candida and if you've never heard of candida then you're doing you have this lifestyle uh of pleasure eating pleasure drinking stress anxiety uh, unforg- whatever all the all the elements that go along with a unhealthy lifestyle toxic living when you have all that going for you you're gonna have candida it loves that type of lifestyle i've been there done that i was living it for years and then boom <laughs> candida blood <laughs> i couldn't believe it's in my blood how can that happen well your lifestyle and <laughs> invite it into your blood wow and i'm just just like you, Sister Carter You can be grateful that you survived All that madness With the commode and, and the Absolutely. negligence Oh my goodness That's yes. craziness But we don't have to blame and shame anybody anymore We just take action now, right? Taking action that's right. These people, that's right Get these people to pay for their negligence People need to pay for their negligence In my opinion And You take better care of your temple your house your house now needs attention that house needs attention they that's probably right. need to tear that from what it sounds like they probably need to tear that place down and just re or do some major renovations and then that's what we do here at health and well being we look at this temple house sacred temple body and ask ourselves do i need any renovations or do i need any remodels Uh, What can I do Mm -hmm. to improve my health and well-being? And then you won't have to go through that anymore because you give love, fly first, love yourself, and then you take better care of, especially as seniors, we have to fly. First, love our statistics. Sometimes the grandchildren, the children, and the business, all that has to go. First, love yourself. That's where we are as Senior Citizens we are wiser now. I'm not blaming anybody. And My parents are dead. I don't blame them for anything. I'm grateful for all the lessons that I've learned. And I'm grateful Bye. to you, Mr. Tardis, for sharing this experience with the world. You know, you're sharing your experience with the world because this is a global platform. And I have people on my Facebook who are from other countries and uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I have your own today sharing your story. You are gonna yes. help so many people wake up and stop and just yes. take charge of their life. So I'm very yes, grateful we have to, take to charge you grateful to you for sharing the story. And any final words uh because we're at the end of the show.
9: Oh, I just wanna to say to you, thank you for allowing me to share the story. Thank you. Thank Naima. I thank your whole platform for allowing me to share the story because I have just, uh, this experience has just given me a new insight to what I need to do, and then you telling me about the products that help keep and mold from you, from your house, I'm grateful for that as well. And so let's talk after the show because I am excited to learn more about what I need to do to save this temple. So thank you.
1: And here on the Female Solution, thank us, because US stands for United Spirits or United Souls. We are in agreement. We're in harmony. We're in unity that we need to take charge of our health, and we need to send out love. As we're doing this month, is a month of love, 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 just don't eat the chocolate, please, and the sweets, because that always goes with this month. <laughs> got more people gonna be sick and tired because this month, and we need more chocolate, more chocolate, more sugar. No, we don't. We don't need that at all. That's what I was doing this show. You, get, you eat more chocolate. That's one thing about this love month. You gotta stop eating all those sweets. That's ridiculous at this point. Right. Because they're Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. There's a disease X out there you got to be afraid of. What You eat more sugar and chocolate this month. Disease X is going to be, hey, I like that sugar. Come on, let me come on in there and help you. Or candida. If you got it mold around it. The mold's going to grow. So thank you, thank you. Thank us for being awakened, being conscious, and loving ourselves more and loving each other. And just a few comments here on Facebook. Naima says, Grand Rising, beautiful TV. Great tips for making sure to dry off moist bathroom surfaces and prevent mold. It really does. Just it, That's just one little thing okay. you can do. And then Deborah says, wow, we are grateful you found out before too late. Love. And I found out uh, that my lifestyle was a problem <laughs> that caused all my health problems. <laughs> Now I live a whole different lifestyle. I'm so grateful. I feel, I feel so oh, grateful. Oh, that's wonderful. Because I've
9: learned,
1: so far, <laughs> I've learned so many lessons. So thank God, everybody uh, share this. If you have, especially if with allergies, possibly candida, and they might, not know, but their microbiome is out of balance. you believe me? Out of and, balance. Okay. party says grand rising or oh, wise one. Toxic mold off because off-centered a little crazy even test. two kids. Yes, it affects everything yeah. and x one. Because what you're feeling yes. is an out of balance situation or what they call uh micro dysbiosis. Your hundred your microbes are out of balance. Uh, they're taking a break because you got too much sugar and other crap in your. Mind. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank us. Yeah, we're gonna play our farewell. Uh, and thank you, uh, uh, Sister Carter. I'll uh, contact you later. Have a beautiful day, okay. Sister. I'm no problem. So glad that you are out of the out of the the woods now and out of danger. And, <laughs> yes, ma'am. And we thank thank your daughter. And all, we thank family members today who support us during these times. I have a great son who's very supportive, having me, letting me live in his backyard in my tiny house, and he does everything to support me when I need it. So just thanks to children, adult children, who are responding to the needs of their senior parents. So we're going to say thank you to our global family now. And everybody have a great
2: to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Shashi. India, Zanyaba. Japan, Alineato. Korea, Kamsanida. Russia, Spasiba. Germany, Danke. Poland, Johnkujon. France, Merci. Spain, Gracias, Italy, grazie. Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medassi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, ngiabonga. Senegal, Geret, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of
1: God. And to all of my yogi friends out there, sorry if we missed any callers, but uh, hopefully we'll come back. In fact, let me see. Who's that? Okay, I can open up the mic to three, three, four, seven, four, seven. Your mic's open. I'm going to give you a chance to say a few words.
3: Well, praise God, praise God, praise Mother God and Father God, and thank you for this message this morning about mold and mildew and just bringing more enlightenment uh, to the to the fore and bringing God's knowledge to God's people. It is so important. It is so important. This okay. is Brother Mac this is Brother MacArthur, Talus Pharaoh to Neilian MacArthur. And I've been listening in and out uh, over the years and uh, and glad I had a chance to listen this morning.
1: All to right. my beautiful okay. sisters. All right, thank you, Brother Arthur. I just wanted to get—I saw your hand up at the last minute. I didn't want to miss anyone because you are part of this show. When you raise your hand, that's why we thank us, united spirits. So, and thank our um, all our my yogi friends, Satnam, Namaste, and to all my friends in uh, Hawaii, Aloha, Aloha. Stand strong, Lahaina and Maui. We love you. We're praying for you. You can do this. Let the Spirit of the Most High bring you to a new place of peace and joy. All right. Everybody have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow at noon on the female.